gentlemen, may I direct your attention to something quite extraordinary? Chris, the Herons are back. And we got messy. What's going on? What, 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 what? Where is the information? I guess we're getting ready for a sister kissing fiesta. I felt like we were playing a 2-8. It was just a 2 eight. Let me tell you, Danny is about to get destroyed in the chat. So you know, Are we kissing every stuff, Chris? And maybe stepsisters, but not regular sisters. I've done a little bit of research on him. When it comes I to have. FIFA, this guy's 68. We're going to have the greatest player of all time on the team. If there's a time to believe, it's now. It looks like a heron shat all over it. So you guys are literally getting excited for a rank 65 player on FIFA 23. We got some pretty good FIFA cards on our squad now, all right? You gotta understand, Kevin. This is how this is how we scout our players here on the show. <laughs> Just look at FIFA cards. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Chris, the Herons are back. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 148 of the Battered Herons podcast. I am your host, Daniel Granada, and alongside me, as always, Mr. KBD. How are you doing, sir? Just a couple more days, baby. That's it. A couple more days. Less than, less than 48 hours because it's an early start. It's a 4. What, yes, it is. Start? Yes, 4.30. So it should be yep. nice and sunny. Hopefully it's not too sunny because that'll kill it. But there's only, what, two or three day games left and the rest are just night games after March. So yes. uh, not too much to worry about that. All right. Um, we talk in Orlando today. We're going to preview. We got our guy Alex from uh, Orlando's Lions then joining us. But before we get to that, I did want to address one thing real quick. In the comments on our YouTube uh, comments from last night's episode, I was getting roasted and people were saying that they were just going to leave with Messi because I said that I wanted to trade Messi <laughs> for Cucho. It was a joke, people. I am not going to trade. Obviously, I don't have the powers to, but I would not trade Messi for Cucho. I would trade Cucho for absolutely everybody else outside of Messi. But no, I would not trade Messi for Cucho. And thank you. Florida man said he likes the shirt. Uh, Rosa y Negro. That's what Florida is. So uh, go ahead. And uh, if you like it, batterfans.com. Uh, so yeah, just real quick. I would not trade Messi for Cucho. I wouldn't trade Messi for anybody. So I want to make sure I clarify that. And uh, Chris, anything else that you want to get into real quick before we bring Alex on to talk a little Orlando City? Uh, no, man. I mean, this is uh, I I've been looking forward to this episode and I've been looking forward to this game because obviously it's an in-state rival. So let's get to it. All right. So here we go. Uh, we have <laughs> Alex from. Wait, hold on. Orlando Wait, we City. got oh, oh, we got oh, Joe Kerr <laughs> before we bring up Alex. Let's give a shout out to, to Joe Kerr out at Marcy Projects over in Brooklyn. 99 pounds, right but Orlando ain't one. There we go. Yeah, uh, it should be fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to this I prefer Queensbridge because Nas is way better, but okay. Oh, my God. Don't, don't, don't even get started with this. All right. Um, so, without further ado, Alex, we're bringing you on screen right here. Thank you for joining us, Alex, to talk a little Orlando City. How are you doing, sir? Always great to be on the program. I'm doing pretty well. How about you? How about you guys? Phenomenal. Doing fantastic. Phenomenal. There's nothing like the Petty Classico, as Chris has now coined it. Uh, yes. what, what, do you guys have a nickname for for this? Uh, no, for this, no, no. We've it, it's it's gotten so many different things throughout the years, and I don't think anybody in Orlando has settled on a name. And I, 
I don't know of no. one that's been used I've, single-handedly. I've heard the Son Pasico, which I kind of liked. Um, yeah. The 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 Sun Classico, I think I've heard. But my favorite is definitely Chris's. Chris threw out the Petty Classico, and for and Alex, yes. if you don't know, Perico is some a Spanish term for cocaine. So the Petty Classico <laughs> kind of just fits. So Petty Classico, I like it, Chris. So I think I'm gonna go with Petty Classico from now on. All right. Yes. So. Uh, Again, thank you for joining us. Oh, and uh, before we get we, into this, oh, go ahead. We can actually Bright now line. call it the Brightline Classico. That's not a bad one either. Just Brightline don't drive Classico. in front of the train like so many people yes. love to do. Listen, that's more in Miami than Orlando. So I'll tell you that 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 we're, we're big fuck-ups in that one. Uh, before we get talking about this game, we have to bring it up, right? We have to ask because I, I obviously – you have an Orlando City podcast, so I'm assuming that the topic has come up. So I kind of want you to tell us what exactly the fan base feels about the change of name of the stadium from, uh, I forgot what it was called before, but now it's Exploria. Exploria, okay. So it's before Exploria, now it's Orlando, uh, sorry, Inter and Co. What is your fan base in general? And I guess you could tell us your own opinion, but the fan base in general feel about the change of name because Inter Miami fans were loving it. Uh, we don't know if you guys were hating it as much as we were loving it. Uh, I, I should have known this question was coming, and I didn't even think of an answer. But there were there were elements of the fan base that were not happy. It's definitely not ideal that our in-state rivals' name is Inner Miami, and right. There were some that complained about it, but my philosophy about it was as long as the check clears and we can use it to buy players, it it it's no skin off my bones. I just call it by the name that it's given at the time and i'm sure it'll get called so many other things throughout the years because they got to cash those checks and make that money for sure well, no. and that's sure. and that's one of the things that to me you know sort of stands out in terms of like business wise i mean obviously you're going to take whoever the highest bidder is right name or right. no name like so at that point, you know, it could have been named something else. And at the end of the day, you would have taken it. I'm just curious, why hasn't Disney came in and just took ownership and just done that with the stadium already? Since Disney, like, basically owns all of Central Florida. <laughs> uh, Disney is a one of the big sponsors, Disney World specifically. They don't do, like, Disney as a whole, like Disney Plus. It's all yeah, Disney. Yeah. So there's always at least one night where they give out something Disney a couple years ago for the 50th anniversary. It was like a commemorative poster and I see there's signage throughout and we always have the commercials, but uh, the one that I've always wanted and it, I don't know if it'll ever happen is I've always wanted Publix calling it Publix park and having pub subs and, or call it pub sub park for all we know. Yeah, that that would be great. That would be great. That and, would be great. Mike, you, we Mike have problems v over saying, here with that too. Mike V saying that you look like a dashing chap. So, hmm, all thank right, you. all right. Um, so, twenty twenty three, Orlando City, uh, second in the East, but didn't go get a uh, end the season with any hardware. If you could just recap twenty twenty three, did you think it was a successful season, or was it a disappointment because you didn't get any silverware? Um, I think it was a successful season despite not getting silverware. We were not only second in the East, but we were second in the league. We got the most points in our history, most wins. Uh, I think we were just off on our most goals. Um, 
and it, we were proud of the season. We learned a lot of new stuff. We definitely kept it together. And the MLS Cup playoffs was a disappointing result. We did advance, but in the end, we fell to Columbus. And that was the big disappointment because if we had won that match, a lot of people, including myself, have said for the longest time, if we beat Columbus, we're MLS Cup champions. And that's some kind of put a chip on our shoulder. And there was a lot of uncertainty going into into the offseason because Oscar Perea hadn't been renewed. Our front office hadn't been renewed. There were a couple of key players that we weren't sure if they were going to come back. And everybody came back except for Mauricio Pereira. And for 2023, it was a build building year and it's something we can build on and run back now that Oscar's here for at least two more years. Well, and that, that stands out to me because at this point, let's just say, I mean, I, I don't know if we're going to get to like what the expectations are here, Danny, because if we are, then yeah, I want to sure save the right. question for then. Okay. So then I'll go ahead and okay. okay. Yeah. I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll ask. I'll ask that a little bit later then. Uh, so, as far as the off season goes, I know Duncan McGuire. I that was a mess. I don't know what. The oh hell my gosh! So, I could, could, could you just give us a rundown of big players that you lost, big names that you got, and then what the hell happened with Duncan McGuire? Absolutely. Uh, the biggest uh, loss, and I don't know if it's a big loss, but it definitely was significant because he was the captain, Mauricio Pereira. Like I said, uh, left the club. He was getting older. He wanted to go home and play his final season back home. And while I think it was a loss for us because he was a locker room guy, he was the captain for the longest time, I think for Oscar's entire tenure, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, no, the Nani year. Um, but he was a big loss. Antonio... Carlos also left. Uh, we did some good business sending him away, but yeah, you guys took a schlacking. Yeah, I mean it's uh, completely different. It yes, but we replaced them in kind, and there was the possibility of uh, not so much losing Duncan. The original plan was to sell him to Blackburn, yeah. but that kind of got chaotic and. He flew over there during preseason. We thought he was going to sign there on a transfer fee, which was going to be a decent fee. I think it was reported to be in the two to three million. And then they had issues with their financing. They had a deal fall through and they're, they're in the relegation zone in the championship right now. So they, they were wary of signing new players that if they went down to league one, they were going to have some financial issues. So they yeah. tried to instead do a six-month loan for 700K with a buyout of $8 million after that, which is a lot of money for Duncan, especially considering we drafted him with a draft pick that was for Chris Mueller's discovery rights after mm -hmm. he left um, Scotland after, what, three, four months? And we capitalized on that to draft him and that was nothing we and he came on the scene we thought that urchin Kara, which we lost him during the end of last season he went back to turkey but duncan just stepped right in and stepped up but 
then everything fell through. He was, then the loan was on. And then as I saw that you guys had Tom Bogert on your show a couple weeks ago, he was on with us talking about it as well. And he's doing all this reporting and it turns out Blackburn doesn't know the difference between save and submit. I know it's an S word, but (laughs) it's beneficial to us because now Duncan, who is a star player, he's, more than likely going to start for the u.s in paris this summer the olympics yeah yeah and he i think he's going to be a star and is definitely going to end up in europe it's just a matter of when he was unhappy with his contract he he but he's come back and he's been a key player and almost immediately the first time we got him out on the pitch he he scores he scores away when we played uh, cavalry up in Vancouver Island last week for the Champions Cup. And that story it means that he's got a chip on his shoulder. He's ready to play and he's going to be a threat again this year, at least for the first six months that we have. Well, and it sounds like that's uh, you mentioned a lot of stuff like that could fit sort of a storyline heading into what oh, yeah. we're doing this season for sure, right, Danny? 100%. Um, but what is the storyline going into the season for Orlando? Uh, take what we did last year. Like you said, it was last year a mm-hmm. successful season. Yes, because we built something and we built a better culture and a winning culture where we were yeah. one of the best in the league. But now and you got to win something. We got to win something. The The expectation is to win at least one piece of silverware this year, if not two. Okay. Well, and that's that. That's where I, I might as well just get the question out of the way, then, guys. I mean, go for it. You guys, you guys were able to get you know up against Columbus and lose. I mean, the expectations this year, I imagine it's got to be finals or finals or bust. No. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That that is. We've been picked by quite a few to be an MLS Cup or be Supporter Shield winners. That's I, tough. for one, would prefer. I want the star. You don't get a star for supporter shield. Yeah, it's silverware, but I want I want to win MLS Cup and I want it bad. I'm on record saying I don't have any tattoos. I've thought about it so many times, but if that's, that's when you'll get that's the I gotta get the star. Would you would, so you're gonna get the logo and the star or just the star? Uh, I've thought about doing a star with the logo inside. Oh okay. okay. That would be sick. You know, you now you're talking about tattoos. You know, Chris has a Mickey Mouse tattoo. <laughs> oh, the irony. Yeah, I know. So I just want to I put do. that out there for any Orlando fans listening. We got we got Chris here with a, a Mickey Mouse tattoo. Listen, I um, love I love I love Disney and I love Mickey love Mouse, Mouse, but I don't know I don't love Orlando City, so like I'm good with that. <laughs> so if if we would were to ever do Disney Walt Disney World as our stadium sponsor, then the jokes could come right back in your face come piling it oh my goodness now here here it comes look at what you just did uh gus is asking where you got <laughs> mr Krabs asking me to show it i mean listen we, you guys we don't want to see it guys we can't we can't show that here i actually we'll can't i can't show it to you guys we would get banned it's uh 17 plus kind of stuff guys so it's <laughs> yes it is it is uh Mike, I wish I knew who this person was, but Alex, apparently you look like Jim 
Gaffigan? I don't know. He who does. That is. He does. I think he that's looks the nicest like thing Gaffigan. anybody's ever said about me. Yes. Well, Mike. Mike seems to be on his best behavior today. I don't know what's going on here, but I don't yeah, think I, don't I have know. the hairline for it, though. Uh, I don't know. Who, I don't know who that is. And, and right. uh And shout out. I'm. I'm spent. I'm sending a special shout out from the moon, guys. So for sure. <laughs> and Gus. Gus, you're guessing lower back. You're close, buddy. <laughs> I was gonna say tramp stamp, tramp stamp, tramp or stamp. mouse stamp. You're you're mouse you're close. Stamp. You're close. You're close. Oh man! All right, so uh, we'll let's keep going here. Day. All right, so you've had a couple games played already this year, not just one. You've had a few games now that have mattered. You've got three games, right? Two CCC games, and you had week one against was it Montreal? Yep. All Montreal right. so on how have Saturday, you... and but we but that we was your B team on basically that you ran out there. Uh, no, we actually put a decent team out there. They were just they played tired. We put our B team okay. out for the Tuesday CCC match because we had three away goals in hand, and yet we still won three to one. So, tell me just a, a quick summary of the three games. How did you look in CCC against? I mean, a, a, a inferior. Canadian team and then how did you look week one against Montreal the the overwhelming feeling about CCC so far is we played very well against like you said an inferior team they're playing with while it is a first division league mm -hmm. they're playing with USL level players right and yeah. we definitely took care of business both home and away so we were proud of that. We had some players that don't normally score for us score like Kyle Smith, who is somehow still around, ended up scoring a garbage time goal for us. And the team looked great in league play. Not as much Montreal, a nil nil match against Montreal was not nearly what we wanted. A lot of people came away from that one disappointed. And you guys and, had a lot of opportunities too. Oof. Yeah, in, including a uh, goal that got called back because apparently we cannot stop being offside. If 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 anyone from your guys' coaching staff is listening, if you want to get us on Play Saturday afternoon, yeah, you got to do that trap. You got to do the offside trap. You got to catch us That's off play anyway. We play that high line anyway, so hopefully we can do it uh, with some discipline and. And get you guys on that offside. Um, uh, I was going to ask a question. I completely blanked. Uh, well, while oh, you blank, I'll, yeah, go ahead. No, you go no, ahead. I was, I was I'm going to start. I'm going to get into something it, foolish. So no. Okay. Uh, yeah, as for as for the preseason, we actually went undefeated during the preseason with uh, matches again, including Flamingo, which was actually a awesome match they did actually televise that and i did get to see it the rest of them were either closed scrimmages or limited capacity and we played some great soccer to start the year uh our has the orlando fan base started this whole the referee suck thing yet um yes but that we've always been that way i i yeah. i have heard and i was listening i was not on our podcast this week but one of my colleagues mike did a shout that we do shout outs at the end of the podcast and he lit into mls specifically for botching this the bargaining referees. agreement and mm -hmm. while i think they are bad refs i 
I still think that blaming the refs and only the refs is not the thing to do. They didn't impact our match at all. We did it to ourselves and they were fine. There, there have been a lot more, I think it was like four, the average, someone tweeted four VAR decisions per weekend. And there were 12 in the first week. Mm -hmm. So the, I we never thought we would be wanting Ted Uncle and Alan Chapman back, but yeah. we're we we want them back at this point because these Absolutely. high school and college refs are the not USL refs. Right. Yeah, and well, even one that I I saw the one the ref the, the, with the, the ponytail Miami. that for your guys' match, you guys had a DJ the halftime DJ. show in in LA, and you got a DJ on the field refing. Yep, that was uh. That was definitely a thing. Now, uh, the reason I ask is because, as always, I just expect that if Miami beats Orlando, that the refs are going to be pointed to immediately, no matter what happens, unless it's like a 5-0 game. So I'm just wondering if Orlando's already complaining about the refs because if they are already, <laughs> then I could I could see the what's happening if Miami were to win on Saturday. Yeah, this was something you guys brought up uh, the first time you had me on the podcast for Leagues right. Cup. And right. how yes. is Orlando already setting this dialogue? And that we've got fans that are saying that everything's being set up for Messi and that this is Messi's league, that the M in MLS stands for Messi. And it's spelled <laughs> with I, every time in our documents, I always spell it with two dollar signs. Yeah. Because it is bringing a lot of attention to the league, but it's in, at the same time, it's embarrassing to start the year with replacements refs and have all this stuff going on with the u.s open cup which we could talk about that if you want but it doesn't change the fact that i've always been of the opinion over time as i've gotten older and think less about oh the referees are going to screw us the referees are going to screw us i disagree with that you can complain about a, a ref call here or there but this is a rivalry game this is the in the florida derby yeah and oh, you and can't leave doubt. That's the big thing. Don't let don't leave it to the judges, as my colleague Eddie would say. Don't leave it to the judges. Leave no doubt and go in and play solid ball. And that's what I'm hoping we do, despite this congested early season for both of us, because you guys have um, we have five games in the next 14 days. Yeah, you're finally joining the CCC fray um, yep. thanks to your League's Cup victory that gave mm -hmm. you that nice little buy. And 100%. your reward is a trip to Nashville on Thursday, I believe. Mm -hmm. Whereas we are well, playing our next three matches in Florida over the next two weeks. Well, and the good thing is, look, people are asking for Villain Boosie. Uh, Hammy asked for villain Boosie. Money Matt is asking for villain Messi. We want spicy Messi out here. So I, I just want to <laughs> get to it. I, I want to get to it. What formation do you guys typically play to be able to sort of counter Mr. Messi? Uh, so the last time we played, I had this pulled up and I'm trying to find it now. Um, the last time we played. No, that's yours was a and we've been playing this pretty standard um i have it up here now the was a four two three one and that's pretty much what we've been playing we've occasionally shifted to five in the back when we need to but 
that's been pretty sparse as of late, and we've been focusing on that. So we've got a Cartagena and Arujo who will normally play pretty deep and a solid back line. And ho- the, the big thing will depend on who at, is at the 10 behind our striker because Nico, it could be Nico or it could be Facundo Torres, depending on who we decide to put on the wings. And that could also be dependent on who starts in the backfield. So defensively, do you guys play a, a mid to low block or do you guys press? Because our weakness is teams that are pressing us. That's what we've seen so far this year in the preseason and the first two games that when we get pressured, we turn the ball over and other teams attack us in the counter and get great opportunities. Do you guys usually press or is it more of a mid to low block? Uh, we play we play a lot of press from the wings, especially from Thor Halson and Santos. Uh, Dagger Dan Thor Halson, Iceland International. Um, he he wasn't a a right back coming into the season last year with us, and he adapted. He wanted playing time. And he adapted to that position to the point where he was on MLS team of the week because he had some great stops and he created a couple of chances for us in our match against Montreal. He's been dynamite so far. And I think that if we keep it up with him and use that, it's going to be a threat, especially when Arujo drops back to take his place while he's pressing up. And no, go ahead, Danny. Sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, so you told us they, they do press on with the wings, but just in general, what are the strengths and weaknesses of Orlando? You got I me, mean, you can start with the strengths and then hit us with the weakness. Uh, right now, the strengths are we're deep, we're a deep squad. Oh, our one of our DPs, Ojeda, has been coming off the bench for us, he has not started okay. and. That's been something that a lot of people have been calling for is for him to start. And I would not be surprised if we start him against you guys to take advantage of his chance creation. And Tommy Moose chiming in. Yes, that's Tommy one time. He's an Atlanta United fan. So I have a question for you. you, Exactly. So who do you prefer consider a bigger rival to you, Atlanta or Miami? Uh, lately, definitely Miami, definitely lately, Miami, okay. because it's the in-state rivalry. It's the there's been a lot more hype around that lately. Uh, Atlanta manhandled us for a long time, and we got over that hill, and we've definitely had some success against them in recent years. But with everything that's going on with Messi being in the league, and you guys were talking about spicy Messi, that's one yeah. thing that we're definitely going to see, and I hope we see because we're going. Our players, especially Arujo and Cartagena, are going to get in his head. And are, they're, it's one of them will be yellow carded without a doubt because they don't hold back and they will give cheap shots. Oof. I, um, cause see, cause I, I consider Nashville our rival. Uh, Orlando, I get it. Ge- ge- uh, as far as geographically, proximity, yeah. yeah, proximity that they're closer, but. I um I definitely consider Nashville. Look, we're about to play them again in the CCC. It feels like Nashville just playoffs, League's Cup final. It's just always us in Nashville. So I think that Nashville just become the natural rival for us. And, and um, it's the stakes. It's the games that matter. 
That's what it is, Danny. Yeah, so I I definitely would say Nashville one, but Orlando for sure, definitely two. Um, But with the the face you put when when we said Atlanta, obviously Atlanta strikes true to you also. Oh, yeah, there's some deep history there. (laughs) Deep history. I know, I know. Uh, Joseph, Joseph. So what are the weaknesses on this Orlando team? Um, Like I was talking about earlier is the possibility of tempers boiling over. Uh, Wilder Cartagena, who is normally at least level-headed enough to not do something stupid, only played 45 minutes against Montreal because he got a yellow card and was sitting on another warning that he could have easily been yellow carded for and sent off. And I think that he, that they both have to be level-headed. And the other thing is with this amount of time between matches, we play on Tuesday in Orlando against Tigres, who we have some history with as well after CCL last year. Our big thing is, are we going to be conservative with our play or are we going to go all out? And I'm hoping we go all out because we need the goals and we need to do the finishing. And that's where it's sort of strategy, but also we have to finish. And Duncan McGuire kind of was lacking in our first league match, whereas he excelled in CCC up in Canada. Same thing with Facundo Torres. He he disappeared during our match against Montreal. You don't think there's well, going to be a heavy rotation for Orlando this Saturday? Because the thing is... No. Really? Because... No, I think that we okay. are going to do... What I've been thinking all along is we've it's a Saturday afternoon match. It's a much shorter trip for us and we get to go home that night, especially because it's an afternoon match. That's actually helpful to us to get the guys Mm -hmm. back home that night, get them rested, get them ready for Tigres on Tuesday. Is it a home game or away game on Tuesday? home game, home game, which helps us a lot. Whereas you guys, you have the two extra days, but you have to travel to Nashville. So it kind of is an equilibrium. So I'm not going to use that as an excuse. I would say that it's all about how Oscar Preya comes out. And we've got something that we we call poppy ball, where we just sit back. We don't press as much. Wilder Cartagena and Rujo sit back more. They don't put the wingers out, out there to make the runs. And we just sit back and try and play on the counter. I don't want us to do that. That is the single biggest weakness we have is we can't blink. And if we blink, we're going to lose. And I don't think we're going to do that. I think Oscar Perea is going to see the importance of this match to announce to the league that we don't mess around. And it's a great opportunity to show how deep we actually are and to go into Tigres on Tuesday and do the exact same thing. And, if you and, guys play that that low block and play the counter against us and let us possess, that's, that might be a long night for you. Because if you give Messi and Boosie and all these guys a chance to create, okay, Chris. No, I was I was going to mention Matthew. I think four yellows. Four yellows. Uh, that's low. Take the over. Take the over. Betting is legal in Florida. Only on the Hard Rock app. <laughs> We're not even sponsored, guys. We got to chill out. <laughs> all right well uh, so let's say hypothetically you decided for some crazy reason that you wanted to put money on miami and you were going to go over to tata and you're going to tell him hey tata i got money on this game 
I'm going to give you the scoop. This is how you beat us on Saturday so I could win some money. What are you telling Tata? How do we beat you? Why well, will we win? You're going to win if you can, one, get in our heads. Like, honestly, if you can get Messi, get Suarez to both get in our heads, that's going to be a big thing because well, we Suarez get... is going to piss everybody off. Yes. Just Suarez don't bite, just don't bite anyone. He's going he's gonna to agitate everybody. I've come to notice that off of two games, he, he's an agitator for sure. So that, that's going to be a big thing. And we can't allow stupid plays. And like, honestly, like, I don't think defensively we're, we've got, we had Schlegel out for our first match. And while I thought he would maybe start for this match, I think he's going to sit with Brecolo, our new uh, center back who we acquired as well as Luis Morel at striker. I think those are the two pieces that are going to determine that. And I know Brecolo is going to start. That's without a doubt. But I can't think of anything specific that I would say other than be antagonistic and be get in our heads because we'll break down. After that. So you really don't think that your team has a weakness? Um, outside no. of psychology. Uh, outside of psychology and... I'm hoping that we start Santos on the at left back. Our, our center back pairing is strong. They've never played together though. So that defensively, there are questions of whether Brecolo and Janssen, the captain, long tenured player, will work well together. I think they okay. will, but it's a matter of is there communication there? Well, and the hotheads, Danny, I mean, the thing is, when you play against a team that's got a bunch of hotheads, like, that could cost you. Right. You got a couple yellow cards. Now you got players playing a little bit more reserved. Messi starts running up the middle. You don't want to kind of push him too much because then you're on a yellow. You might well, get sent Well, and with the off. replacement refs, look, one thing we're going to say about replacement refs, there's a good chance that we get more calls just because they're replacement refs. Yeah. And they might feel that Messi pressure because yeah. Messi's on the field. Uh, and one more thing. Getting uh, somebody frustrated, that's how we tied with Galaxy. This guy mm -hmm. got that second yellow. Yeah, okay. It probably wasn't a yellow, that second yellow. But that first yellow was stupid. It yes, was frustration. Absolutely. He just randomly kicked the ball for no reason, got that yellow, and it ended up costing him in the end. So those head games could work. But to say that that's the only weakness, that's, that's tough because, then I don't know. It's, it's, uh... And then uh, Matthew Jansen, answer... how long has Jansen been there? Uh, Jansen's been here either since 2019 or 2018. I believe it was 2019. He's okay. the one, him or Kyle Smith are the longest tenured players. Are you nice. coming to the game on Saturday? I am not. I am not going to be able to make it to that many matches this season. Do, do you know if there's a lot of Orlando fans coming? Because I saw that they're selling the, the, the visiting supporter side. It was like $200, $250 a, a ticket. Now, I don't know if, if that messy went down. tax. Yeah, the messy tax. So, is there going to be Which a. Which they're a familiar large with. Oh, yeah. yeah I, 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 have, I have friends that paid for their season tickets only for him not to play. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was injured at that point. But um, so, uh, is there, do you know if there's a lot of people coming down? Uh, I know there's, there. I think there are two busloads of organized supporters, uh, both Ruckus and. ILF have a bus that are going. And then I know quite a few people that are making 
making the trip. I thought about it, but I've just got too much going on and I can't, I didn't even, I I've gone to 10 home, nine home openers in a row. And this is the first one I've missed in 10 years. There's a picture uh, that I found online of a guy wearing a purple shirt with white overalls. And I'm going to send it to you, Alex. If you know this guy, tell him that we want him on just for one question. Okay. Where are you sending it? I'll send it. I'll send it to you through Twitter. Don't worry about it. Just for, for those wondering what he's talking about, he's talking about overalls guy. He was on our 2023 guy list. Yes. So, so that was overalls that, guy. Yeah, and for those of you that are on audio, Danny brought up a list of our guys list, and so overalls guy was a guy that was at the. What is this? The SEC. <laughs> listen yeah. i i need that i need that guy on here because i need to ask him a very serious question so i'll shoot you that photo right. soon uh before we ask you for predictions i did want to get because i'm sure we asked you when we came on before the least cup game but honestly i forgot and we probably have a lot of new listeners uh since then so are there any traditions that go on in the orlando games before games during games that you care to share um, so we, we like to hear about all that, all those traditions and stuff like that. All right, are you talking home, away, any kind? I home, mean, home, 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 mostly. If there are any away, I would love to hear that. But home, can I swear on this podcast? Of course, sure. Uh, we have a very long-running tradition that anytime an opposing team uh, has a goal kick, the entire supporter section sells shouts, "You suck, asshole." And oh, yes. to the yes. point where the league communicated to the club and the club had to tell the supporters, please don't say that. And there was a graphic that they would put on the Jumbotron that said, instead of you suck asshole, is your sock has holes. There were T-shirts printed. It was a whole inside thing. It stopped nothing. They were saying it in Canada. Like I, you could hear mm-hmm. our supporters in Canada. We had... A hundred plus people make that make that trip, and you could hear it on TV. And and it is so annoying. Matthew is chiming and saying it's so annoying, and it is. But I enjoy it because it does show a unity in the fandom when something does happen. So that now that's be better than what Mex- Mexican fans do. Just saying, yeah, it, it can't be any worse than what Chris does because Chris to the opposing goalies is just so loud and obnoxious. I am. I'm well, really bad. We really sit right bad. behind the 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 goalkeeper, so Chris is yeah. uh, constantly. And it's poison because I'm I'm getting my son involved. Now my son has is screaming at the goalie. Sometimes he curses words, and I'm like, uh, okay, you could say it. You know, how old is written. he? He's nine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're at a soccer match, are you in the supporter section or are you on the other side? Oh, we're not. We're on the other side. No, we're, we're on the other the side, side. Yeah. Oh, I've had so people be mad stand out about even more. swearing in the supporter section. Your your kids are if you're your kids are not in the right place if you're taking them to the supporter section and not anticipating some fruity language. Yeah, yeah. Oh, most definitely, yeah. most definitely. So All we're getting right, to uh, the best part here, Danny. We're getting to the best part. Yes, the sir. predictions. Right, and we always go with the guest first, Alex. So, <laughs> the floor is yours. What do you believe is going to be the predicted score for this Saturday for Orlando versus Inter Miami? 
I've gone back and forth on this all week leading up to the pod, and I listened to our podcast, and our, the majority of them said two to one Orlando, and I'm going to stick with it. Now, this, that being said, I am 0 for 2 on predictions on this particular podcast with you guys. I, <laughs> I, I predicted wins both times. You guys manhandled us in the League's Cup, and then we had that 1-1 one, yeah, one draw. draw. Yeah. That so, was a I'm definitely thinking that Messi's going to get get a goal uh, off a free kick. That will be a stupid foul on our part. That's just what we do. And I think Luis uh-huh. Moriel is going to open his account for us. He got an assist um, midweek against Calgary, or no Calvary, whatever. There's there's literally a Jamaican team called Calgary, and then we've got Calvary. So oh, nice. it yeah. mixes me up so much. I've missaid it on every podcast we've been on. So yeah, I think two to one. I think we're not going to play the poppy ball that I'm fearing, that a lot of our fans are fearing. I think that we're going to see the opportunity, like I said earlier, that this is a big match for us to prove, and we've got a big, we've got a big revenge tour coming up because we're playing Atlanta at home in a couple weeks. We've got Tigres. I think we're going to get angry and we're going to we're going to play angry. And I, I, I Duncan McGuire has a chip on his shoulder. He might come off the bench. He might start. I don't know. Is, is there a reason why they call it Poppy Ball? Like, is there a reason why it, that it got that name specifically? Oscar Preya's nickname is Poppy, so oh. that that's why they call it. They, we have the Poppy Special, which is uh, we play we play back and we bunker and we play on the counter and get a garbage goal. And we it, it's interchanged between a poppy special and poppy ball. Got it. Well, we have something going on that says poppy is poppy. Because when we are poppy. Your, oh, well, yeah. When you call yourselves Inter and Co, we, we're basically <laughs> saying we're your daddies. So poppy is poppy. So are we, so are, wondering, is there going to be a Wikipedia change at some I, I was point wondering if it, it had something to do with that. I wasn't sure. Okay. There's always a Wikipedia page change. Well, <laughs> and everybody's and there's a lot of people predicting that there's going to be a ton of yellows, a ton of reds. You guys are going to lose big, not just on players, but on the scoreboard. Danny, before I exaggerate, because you seem <laughs> like you're a little bit more collected with your scores, with your score predictions. So what do you think is going to be the final score, Danny? Uh, well, first of all, I think we're going to see spicy Messi, which is my favorite Messi. I would love to see him dribble over a couple of injured Orlando players like he did against uh, bouncing it off heads. (laughs) Do all that stuff. But I do love Spicy Messi. And I think although although Messi has played in like real classicals like Real Madrid or Barcelona and like big time games, I think he recognizes that this is what a lot of fans realize or consider the rival. And he gets up for that. You could tell by the way he was acting in the first half of last year's first game against Orlando. That was like his, what, third game as an Inter-Miami player? But he felt it. He was getting spicy, and I like it. So I think he's going to come out, and he's going to know that this means something to the fans. So I think he's going to come out wanting to really kick your ass. But with that being said, I do believe that Orlando has a really good squad. And, um, And I think that we might not see Luis Suarez the full game. I think we might not see Boosie the whole game, but I do think that we will get out of there with a 2-1 win. 2-1? I mean, that's not bad. That's reasonable. I mean, I was going to go with 
AZ is mentioning 3-1. That was going to be my my prediction. He's predicting a messy hat trick, just like Wiseman. Wiseman is uh, coming in. Shout out to Wiseman representing uh, the podcast out for the Columbus crew. He, he, just, wants to, putting... he just wants to be here to laugh at Alex because Columbus beat Orlando in the playoffs last week. Aye, aye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so he he's willing to put 50 on Messi getting a hattie. So Well, uh, well a couple of things real quick. Uh, I, I say 2-1, and I also say Orlando scores first. I say Orlando scores first, and I think Orlando fans go a little crazy because they get really excited that they might win. So I think that's how it's going to go down. Ooh, that that would that would suck. You know what it is to be the first team. It to would score suck a goal. initially. I know initially yes. it sucks, but it, makes, it feels so much better when you tie and then you take the lead. But I think that's how it's going to go down. So, Chris, what's your prediction? Yeah, no, my prediction is three one. It's going to be three one. We're going to win. I don't know about a messy hottie, but. I do see us winning 3-1. I think it's going to be big win. Uh, we got Campapi vibes, okay? I'll take Campapi vibes all day, so I'm waiting for that. I want spicy Messi and spicy Campapi. You know what's the only thing that annoyed me about the Ruckus when they came down to to the League's Cup game? and Well, they come always when they come down here. I hate your drummer. I, I really hate – it sounds like Jumanji back there. Like, it's a really, yeah. like, methodic, like – i think we only bring one drummer we have a whole drum line that we have at home we're okay there are a lot of people that that don't think we should be allowed to bring drums at all and some in some cases it's happened where they won't let them bring it in i'm actually shocked you guys let them let them in because they don't want away support like i don't think we let away supporters in with drums or musical instruments shoot we have a guy that shows up every once in a while with a trumpet but not so, away games, uh, not at away games. No, I, I, we don't allow our uh, away supporters. And I think that if you don't have the whole drum line is like it's a tight knit group. You have to audition to get in. It's from both supporters. I imagine groups and you only have two supported groups. Uh, two official ones. Yes, there's okay. a couple of um, side group unofficial gotcha. groups, but the two official ones are. Ha- contribute drummers and they practice and they, they it's a regimented process to get in that's why they sound so good at home and i'm not surprised it doesn't sound good away because if it's just one drum it's not that's not it's good support but it's not coordinated like our drum line normally is i could see that uh, uh victor just said that your defense sucks now i'm going based off of what you said that you don't think that it sucks but do you think no, he's that saying any- our defense sucks Oh, 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 defense sucks bad. City 2-1, Vamos Orlando, and he's wearing a pink shirt. Oh, yeah. Come on, Victor. What are we doing, I saw, I saw the shirt. Okay. So he said, okay, well, yeah, he's right. Our defense does suck. Okay. All right, Victor, you're on the money with that one. The whole Vamos Orlando. No, shut the fuck up about that. But everything else, yeah, yeah that, that everything else is, is about right. Our defense does suck. Now, before we wrap up the show. Mike V, who on Orlando is most likely to bite someone? <laughs> um, Half the team. No, we don't have it. Maybe Arujo, maybe. But even then, that is nothing like Suarez. Like, that's that's a whole different league. Yeah, he did that on the world stage and somehow and he the, came back from it. Yeah, but he hasn't bit anybody in ten years. That's what. That's what. So uh, he's. Tells you're me. telling me he's due. He's, he's due. Yeah, <laughs> he needs to suck the life force out of somebody. Maybe one of our yeah. younger players. All right. 
Yes. Uh, real quick, Chris, uh, I see some people are asking, what do you think the, the starting 11 is going to look like? Do you think it'll be the I same? I think, well, looking at this, uh, as the audio people were bringing up the starting lineup from the last game, I think it's going to look the exact same. I don't think that any no. change is going to be made. I really don't. Uh, yeah, me either. Unless, uh, unless, unless it's Freire, Freire it's over. Yes, yeah. exactly. So you and I, we're right here, Bobby. We're right here. Yeah, and Reondo doesn't like he's going to be ready to play because of his visa. So I think it's going to be Gressel starting at the right mid also. And um, we'll see how this works. Ho hopefully they allow Jordi Alba to push up high again because when they had him defending, even though I understand because our defense sucks, our yeah. offense looked out of shape. All right, uh, Chris, would you like to go over to your battered questions now? I Well, I wanted to ask a serious question because I had Dills ask a pretty good question, and I wasn't sure whether you answered it or not, Alex. But he's asking, uh, Dills is asking any potential big signings that Orlando was just trying to get, if you could just answer that quickly. Nothing on the radar now. We actually got our two big targets with Ricalo and Moriel. I mean, Moriel, there's a lot of promise there. It's just yeah, weird because it's just weird because we've got it, it, it's like Ted Lasso said aces aces yeah aces, but we don't play a two striker system hardly at all. Yeah. So I don't know how that's going to work. I I would not be surprised. You guys are talking about your lineup. I don't know how we're going to line up up front at all. Like our back four is solid i know what that's going to look like i know that yeah. cartagena and arujo are going to be back there and i know that angulo will more than likely be there because he's fast and he's scrappy but i don't know if we're going to have moriel up front and i don't know if facundo is going to be behind in the 10 or if that's going to be ojeda i don't know or nico ladero nico looked is nico good. starting uh nico has started for us um I, he started in CCC the first match, and he he looked good. I think that he is going to be off the bench for this one, and I think we're going to send we're going to have Ojeda back there to play the ten. Is the fan base liking Nico? Because the Orlando fan base, when the rumors were that he was coming to Miami, all the Orlando fans were shitting on him, saying that he's old and done. So I'm wondering if they've changed their tune now that he's on your team. Uh, they've definitely changed their tune and they, I think he was a great signing because he I took a base of Mauricio. I don't understand they were just shitting on him just because he was going to wear pink instead of purple. And I yeah. think we did good business in getting him in here on a non DP contract. hundred percent. Anybody that gets him on a non DP is a big deal. Hot Gates is asking Alex, what, what's the brand of glasses that you're rocking? Who I actually saw his comment earlier and was going to answer it. I actually have, uh, the the cloth for Zenny? it zenny they are unbelievable glasses inexpensive these were like 40 or 50 bucks they're unbelievable glasses scratch resistant they're great i would definitely shill for them just just look i, I love the wiseman they come in at, at orlando wiseman whenever columbus and orlando play if you want we'll get both of you guys on just so you can talk shit to each other oh yeah, I'm loving, I, I would I'm, love I'm, that i'm loving, I'm loving we've this, had some rough loving matches this, against columbus <laughs> I'm loving this Wiseman uh, energy we got going here. Uh, and you know, uh, and Danny, listen, uh, I got to bring this up because too many people have been bringing this up. You got Florida Man mentioning only 28 likes. Y'all got to like the stream. And then a beautiful message by Dennis. Hit the like button, chat. Get your crap together. Guys, just thumbs up 
Just scroll it up just a tad and then like it, and then you're good to go, guys. Come on. Well, Matthew really likes your your mic. Actually, I've seen a few people comment about your mic. Yeah, yeah. What kind of microphone is that? Uh, it's a Fifine, I believe it's called. Fifine? Oh, I've never cool. heard of the company. It was cheap, and you know, I honestly thought it was broken about a year ago, and I broke. I took it out again because we're doing the arms instead of just having like a snowball just sitting on my desk, and a snowball doesn't mount very well, although I'm curious... Chris, do you have yours mounted? Yeah, oh, man. I got mine mounted on an arm. That's pretty slick. Yeah. And yeah, then I, I saw someone else I, ask. I just gave everybody a, a, a bat behind the scenes look here. <laughs> I, I, If everyone could see my floor, it's littered with uh, power cords. I saw someone else say, what headset do I have? My headsets are uh, Audio-Technica ATH. M50Xs. Um, I've got three pairs of these headphones that I've I've gotten for over the last 15 years. Every time they come out with a new version, huh. it's I, well, they're great headphones. Well, I'm rocking the same old Beats, but I'm waiting for those pink Beats to come out, out on sale. Those those pink yes. into Miami Beats that they said that they're gonna drop. Did they say that Orlando was going to get some of those? Or not? I didn't see. I've got I've got the same Beats you have. I normally use them to yeah. watch Apple TV and stuff, but. Yeah. Those I was everyone was so surprised that beat that they did those beats and I'm like I've been waiting for this for a year. They're owned by Apple. That's a no brainer. Yeah, I want I my I, I want my Apple Watch bands. Give me a purple Apple Watch band and none of the crap that's in the Fanatics store. I want the real deal. Guys, I need to answer this, Danny, because everybody thinks that I'm like in a in a jail cell, a white jail cell. Listen, guys, I'm in the middle of moving, so I'm gonna accommodate the background. It's gonna look nice. I promise Added it room. won't be like, uh, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the works if I can. So <laughs> I do, I do not live in the Apple Store. Bring it, guys, bring it. Your comments are amazing. <laughs> Where am I doing this show right now from? That is a great. I want to, I want answers all over. Oh man. All right, Chris, you ready for the battered questions? Yes, uh, but before I get to the battered questions, uh, Joker answered something earlier, said, I hope the tattoo artist got a great tip for real, for real. Uh, that We'll mention that story on another podcast, guys. That's going to be a good Okay, well, uh, I mean, Danny's wife, who is uh, an amazing artist, guys, you guys got to check out her channel. Danny, I'm pretty sure you can be able to kind of put it up there. Uh, she wanted to start as a tattoo artist. And I said, hey, I'll let you tattoo me, you know, no problem. And so she gave me my her first tattoo. And it just happened to be on my right butt cheek. So, <laughs> so Danny's wife tattooed mm -hmm. Mickey Mouse on my right butt cheek. There you go. Awesome artist, by the way, guys. You guys got to check it out. And you guys all have to go in there and like something because you're going to find something that you like. I promise you guys. Yeah, she's also the one behind the, the custom sneakers, which I'll probably yes. be wearing on, uh, on Saturday. Yes, yes. All so right. now we're going to the batter questions, okay? And you've done, you've done a couple of these already. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna go ahead. I don't Thank remember. The chat yes. spoiled one for me already. So I'm yes. I'm, no, I, I I don't care because I don't have any tattoos. So I said you can't do it on me. Do it on Chris's ass. And she said, yeah, Chris, sure. can I do it on your ass? He said, F it. 
And she then did she it on did my that. arm too. She did it well, on my she arm said too. She, she said that Chris gets lifelong tattoos for free. So, yes. And she did there this one on my arm, guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at that. What is that? You guys can see that. That's her first tattoo. Her first super yes. tattoo. You kidding me, guys? Yes, guys. I I was present. Yes. Yes, he was. Yes. <laughs> there were witnesses. So yeah. here here we go with the sandwich, Alex. You got to cut it one way. And that's it. Are we going diagonal or are we going north to south? North to south. Yeah, buddy. Let's go. No, come on. Let's go. All right. We're going to the next one. We're... <laughs> now, I pull my shopping cart from the front, as you can see in this picture right here, as I'm grocery shopping. Are you a front cart puller or a back a rear cart pusher. I didn't know that there was anything other than a back cart pusher. I'm, I mean, I don't, I'm not allowed to go to the grocery store because I have no self-control, but when I do, it's, oh, I wasn't sure where that was going, Alex thought you like, you couldn't be like within like a hundred feet of a school or something. I thought that's where that was going. Oh my goodness. That, that you what, just what went he to said, the, he just said he couldn't go to a grocery store who can't go to a grocery store. Well, yeah. No, but I, I have no self-control either. I drag myself in there and I walk out with $2,000 worth of groceries. So do you get uh, the, 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 what's that thing called? The, the, the cart? The, the basket? With, well, they, like, when I'm being responsible, I get the basket. But I, I do get, I get Walmart delivered most of the time. But mm-hmm. I okay, still so get a deliver it to your house. My, more often than not, Walmart Plus is pretty great. But I'm just shilling for all these companies today, and they don't pay me anything. <laughs> I pay them. You got you, you got to start contacting them and be like, "Hey, I'm putting you out there." Get a little sponsorship. Hey, we got Fubo TV this and, year. Oh, okay. Good Use stuff. our code. And, that is awesome. And then you ask him the serial question. <laughs> all right, ask Alex, him the tattoo. Uh, so this is this is the deal. All right, we I don't, I don't think it was Justin Blair that brought this up. We were talking about cereal. We're talking about cereals that you like to eat. And then the question came up, what you do with the milk once the cereal is done? Now, I personally either refill with more cereal with the little bit of milk I have left, or I just dump out the milk. So do you drink the milk? Like, do you slurp it up like an oyster or do you dump the milk? I, I actually do a mix of both. I will drink some of it, but I will dump the rest out. Because I, more often than not with the, I don't eat sugary cereal. I'm a type one diabetic. So more often than not, I eat, I just eat like Rice Krispies or Cheerios and I'll drink a little bit of it. Then I'll dump the rest out. I don't put a ton of milk in my cereal either. Just enough to get it, get it just a little soggy at the bottom. But I don't even know. Since you said both, I can't even say nothing. Okay. And I'm middle of the room. Did you know that Danny took a photo of a child wearing a messy jersey? This is true. I was at Universal Studios. He was no wearing a, a, a knockoff that I really like. And I took a picture of it to put it on the show. I covered his face when I put it up on YouTube. So I wasn't showing his face. And I, I, I ended up working out for me because somebody in the chat told me where I could find it. And I have it now. So, so Mr. Krabs, thank you for putting that out there with no context. Yeah, absolutely. No, that was perfect, though. He dropped it perfectly with no yeah. no context. And everybody is... That's how you get banned <laughs> from Publix. <laughs> that is how you get banned from Publix. 100... That's how you get banned from Universal Studios. 
And right. I am doing the show live from Orlando City's trophy room. Yes. Ooh, very well. Uh, uh, very you good. Trophies. You don't got a trophy. Oh, U.S. Open Cup doesn't count. <laughs> Oldest tournament in North <laughs> America. Oldest tournament ah! in North America. He pulled that oh, one on you, Danny. He pulled that one. It's 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 been around for over hundred years, and seventy five of those teams don't even play in the MLS. So. <laughs> 75 like, of those teams don't exist anymore. Bethlehem exactly. Steel was reincarnated and then yeah, died the, again. The, fir the first winner ever was Brooklyn FC, which, by the way, I, I still would love to find out what kit they were wearing because I'd buy it. But Brooklyn FC was the first ever champion. They're coming back. They're, they're they, getting they the USL League I, One. I know. I know. I know. They're going to play it in Coney Island. I know. I'm looking there's, forward to that. And there's no way that that kit looks any good, Danny. There's so, no way. You're gonna buy it. It's it looks awful, probably. There's probably no actual images of it. Like nobody even knows what it looks like. But, Somebody uh, has probably one black like. and white photo somewhere of it. I'm sure. I know I, there were a couple of old clubs that still maintain some kind of shop, even though they don't exist, or they're like a fourth or fifth division non-pro team. So if. If you guys hadn't won the U.S. Open Cup, which is why I understand why you guys have to defend it, because otherwise you have no trophies. If you guys hadn't won it, though, do you see any significance in that tournament, seeing as how all we do is just beat up on the little USL teams? And then um, just in the I do because of the history surrounding it, and despite the fact that we haven't had a continuous – up until COVID, it was the only continuous soccer competition in North America. It – it even went through World War One and World War Two, and COVID was the one that caused it not to be continued. Oh, and we haven't had a constant league. We've gone through the American Soccer League, NASL, and there were some leagues um, before MLS in the 90s. But when MLS came along, that became the most prestigious top flight soccer but you still have the history of the open cup. So while yes, it is, I am defending Orlando a little bit. And we were upset when we got eliminated by Charlotte last year, we were upset. We were, we were we, on our worst slide of the year and we thought we were going to fire Oscar Preya and we didn't do it. And we rebound. I think it's an important tournament. And I think what MLS is doing to it is degrading the value of the tournament. I love it. Don the God Garber. That's my the, guy. The, we, we have other trophies, but anybody that in Orlando that claims those trophies, we never hung banners for them until after we won the Open Cup. We hung two banners for our USL days after we won the Open Cup. Um, uh, Mike V, I blank. wish uh, my garage was that clean. My garage um, is a mess. So no, this if is the I, winner right here. If you could choose, if you could choose this season, you win one of the cups, either open cup or leagues cup. You would go with open cup? Uh we're not playing in open cup, so it doesn't no, I know, I know, but I'm saying if you if you could choose Oh no, I choose I it, when it comes to the things you get and to kind of complete the infinity gauntlet of trophies, I'd rather take leagues cup because we won open cup already. We did win it against a That's USL nice. side, but I would want, because now the other thing is you don't get a last 16 slot from Open Cup anymore. 
you're in the tournament that starts at the end of the previous season that gets yeah. you into the last 16. I would rather well, win League's Cup and get that buy, get that money and get and get that trophy. Well, even though it's, this it. is only the second season. Yeah. Yeah. I just like League's Cup cuz you're playing against actual competition. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I agree with that in that that's create while a lot of people will trash on League's Cup because it's all a money grab which let's just be honest it is what isn't what isn't though yeah uh, they're all they're all i mean the open cup isn't as much of a money grab because they literally turn team. this the mls playoffs is literally a knockout tournament but randomly the first round is th- is three legs like it, it's how do you guys feel about that i think it's stupid amen to that i agree with I you 100 if, if you want to do right by the fans just to make sure that everybody gets a home game i can home respect that and, and exactly then two two legs and an aggregate score but three legs like or, or sorry not three legs best of three it's stupid it's now if you want to talk about a money grab that's a money grab and it's fun though everybody gets a home game right but what's the point of the third game yeah it, 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 to get more views and to get more ads i mean apple i don't know if you guys have noticed apple has dramatically increased the amount of ads and the high quality of the ads because they're getting ad, ad business from big sponsorships and that's a big money maker for them because not only are we paying $80 a year for MLS season pass, but we're also, our eyes are one of the products. They want to get yes. eyes on so that you will buy those products. That's just. Steve Munoz. I don't know what OHDP means, so if you could elaborate. And real quick, I have one last question, and then if Chris, you have anything else, or the chat has anything else. My last question to you, uh, Alex: Who would you consider to be the best player in Orlando's history? Now that you guys have been around for about ten years, um, I mean, would it be Nani? It's. Are, are you talking about just overall player and the quality of yeah, the no, career, yeah, or I, yeah, no, with no, Orlando? Yeah, with Orlando. I don't mean the best player to ever wear a jersey. I mean like their career with Orlando. Who is that oh, guy? Because for example, for example, it technically for Inter Miami, it's Messi because he is the greatest of all time. But as far as or Inter Miami's history, you couldn't put him quite yet. I mean, eventually, I'm sure it will be him. But as of right now, I don't know if you could put him yet. So who is it for Orlando? I would agree that with the chat that it's definitely Kaká. Just because he put us on the map, he dr- drummed up the support and got eyeballs on the team. And he did a lot of great stuff for us. He never won anything with us. We never went to the playoffs with him, but he was by far the best player to wear purple. Nani is definitely second. And after that, it gets a little bit more gray because we've had a lot of like great players that have come through, but nobody quite fits the billing. Besides those two, the Mount Rushmore after those two is very hard because at least one of those spots has to go to Oscar Perea at this point. And then the fourth is, I mean, you could say Kyle Laren, you could say Duncan McGuire, Daryl DK. uh, I'm sure I'm forgetting. Daryl DK was a beast, but he wasn't around very long. Yeah. And it's, it's sad to see what's happened to him since because he's gotten hurt twice now in the championship. All right, I'm going to send the, the Discord link right now, guys. Um, so I saw some people in the chat 
uh, giving their opinions of the the number one or the best player in Inter Miami history. So, out of curiosity, Chris, who do you think that is? The best player in Inter Miami history? Yeah. I mean, without counting Messi, uh, I mean, I guess you would have to say like I don't know, Iguain. That's what you would go with, Iguain. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he would have to be the next up, other than Messi. No. All right, I just put like the Discord time. link. I'll tell you. I, I to me, it's between two guys. It's either for me, it's either Robert Taylor or Drake Callender. That, that, that's Taylor. who I would put. Robert Taylor, I think Robert Taylor has has balled out. I, I wouldn't say Iguain. I'd say Robert Taylor or or uh, some people are saying Gregory. Okay. I mean Gregory, Morgan. I don't know about Morgan. I love Lewis Morgan, but he wasn't around long enough. Yeah, he wasn't. Iguain, I would say Iguain, man, because not only was he around for a pretty decent time, but he scored a lot of goals. So, I mean, he was our he's our leading goal scorer at this moment in time. Yeah, but Robert Taylor is is tops in in a lot of those categories. He's not number one, but he's up there. He's he's like third or fourth in goals and assists. So and, and, for me, it would be Robert Taylor or and, Drake. And, if you say Drake, I'm, I'm good with that also. And Tank is mentioning that tu hablas papas. Oh, You're talking here, a lot here, of papas. Here comes, here comes the, the, the Drake hater. No, he's looking oh. at the next best high school goalie right now. No. That's going to take well, the, the place of calendar. Honestly, I, I would say Drake, actually, over Taylor. If I had to pick, I think Drake. The, I'm the not playing that, Minecraft, everybody. Hands are up. <laughs> i do have several uh, other screens but no games yeah so I, I would say drake all right uh chris or the chat anything else we got for alex here before we uh we uh sign off i'm and ah man what other comedians gonna... do i look like yeah well yes oh. let me Did he, i think he just opened up the floodgates for the one yeah i think you just i think you just opened up the 145 floodgates so, right. oh, Mike V is secretly inter Miami traveler. <laughs> I can see that. That uh, now, now they're turning it on Mike V now. <laughs> All right, so uh, one forty-five. Let's go. All right, uh, Chris. Uh, before we we let Alex go, yeah, man. Uh, oh, I... actually, Alex, go ahead. It, it, make sure that you plug yourself so people can make sure that they tune in if they want to hear about the opposing team and they want to hear a little Orlando talk. Absolutely. Uh, Orlando Lions Den podcast. We're everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, um, Facebook, although we don't really go on Facebook all that much. I think we're on, thread. we're on threads. I think we have a TikTok too that we don't use as much as we probably should. We've been, I, we got, we actually were introduced to StreamYard, the tool that you guys use, and we've been using that as well. Your guys' uh, production quality is great, and we've had a lot of competition in the Orlando podcasting space uh, over the last couple of years, and we thought that we should step it up and somehow, some way, expose people to our pretty faces without making them completely hate us. We used to podcast where one of our hosts, JJ, would literally, we'd be on a Zoom call. We're not recording the video. And he would just, he'd record it shirtless and he'd literally be sitting in bed recording shirtless with his AirPods. And we're just like, no, yeah, <laughs> you can't do that anymore. And he set up, he has a podcasting studio on his back porch now. 
So nice. Yeah, you can find us on Twitter at Orlando Lions Den. Uh, same thing on Instagram. We've been doing a lot more video polls from our podcasts. And that's great. The last couple of weeks, uh, the guys have I haven't been on the last two weeks, but the guys have had kind have been a little more dirty and foul mouthed. Not so much in the swearing because we, we try and keep it kind of a family show. But at the same time, uh, I believe there was a player for Montreal. Uh, his last name is Yankoff. And the amount of jokes that our guys made were. Yeah. Yep. Well, we got Zach Galifianakis. Oh, is that the guy from The Hangover? We got I Jack so. Black. So, uh, all right. That's the well, nicest thing anybody's ever said about me. Well, so, super califragilistic yes. is thanking you for coming on to the podcast. I'm pretty sure a lot of our guys are going to check you guys out. Uh, cause one of the things that I notice about some of the guys that are in the chat and everybody that checks us out, they really like when you come on, uh, onto the program. So I'm pretty sure that they'll support you in some way, shape or form. I appreciate the love and we definitely love the competition. And we lo- love being on here. I love being on here. I, you guys, I was waiting for the invitation and I, I cleared my schedule for the evening to make sure I could be on because your guys' podcast is great. And it's just fun to talk footy with different guys once in a while. Yes. I appreciate absolutely. that. We appreciate that. And, and Tank, uh, ah. fuck you. All right. <laughs> Chris, any final words? Tank, come on, bro. Go scout a high school goalie to replace calendar with. Go ahead, Chris. Uh, no, that's it, word? man. That's it? Yeah, All right. That's it. All right. So, Alex, man, thank you again for clearing your schedule and joining us. As always, you're a great guest. appreciate you. Uh, yeah, Tank. What the fuck you. All right. Uh, <laughs> we, we Go ahead. Uh, we appreciate you joining us. And, um, and you know, we hope to, to have you back on later this year when we play you guys again. All right. Maybe. Uh, Maybe later in the year, CCC. That would be that would be great. That would be great. All right, um, but I really do hope we kick your ass on Saturday. All right. So if you are listening on audio, we appreciate you listening all the way to the end. Please leave us five stars, comment, review, all that other good stuff. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you for watching all the way to the end. Please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends. And if you are joining us in the chat, we appreciate you taking the time to join us. We appreciate you timing in, being funny. Everybody except for Tank. Fuck you, Tank. And uh, until the next one, which will be post-game, about an hour after the Inter-Miami-Orlando game, we will be on here because it takes me forever to get here. So hopefully I can get here in time. Until the next one, have a good one. I'll be here in five minutes. Thanks, guys. Love you, Tank.